Hello, the creatives and the curious. My name is Pendo, and welcome to 12 Point Font, my novel writing podcast where I answer questions, conduct interviews, give advice, point out resources, gush over my favorite books, writers, and well things, and then just generally babble as I muddle my way through November. Today is NaNoWriMo Day 7, and we will be covering stress and scheduling. Yes, I said it like that on purpose, because there's a CH in there. Come on, people. But first, sources say this idiomatic expression comes from Nigeria. It is this table you are shaking to find out what that means to ground till the end of the show i don't even know if you can google this one she took a little bit of digging to find so don't test that though i mean just wait until the end and i'll literally give you the answer for free at the end of the show which you will stick around until all right moving on today is all about how to manage yourself during nanorimo so let's just go ahead and move on to question number one this is from NaNoWriMo Reddit user PM underscore me underscore steam underscore codes underscore underscore. Okay. And they say, advice on self-care while doing this challenge? I'm a fairly slow writer, about three to four hours in front of a laptop to hit my 1,666 words daily, and I've been noticing some problems like hand cramps and eye strain after this time. I didn't write much before this, and this is my first NaNoWriMo, so I'm not exactly used to this kind of lifestyle. (laughs) I'm kind of shying away from taking a day off because I'm just barely hitting my word count each day. Any advice for this? Well, the first thing I'll say is don't beat yourself up about not being as fast with writing if you are very new to writing. Um, The other thing I would say for hand cramps is compression gloves. Um, They usually prescribe them for arthritis, and I don't know about anybody else, but I know that for me they really help with hands cramping, like just a nice pair of compression gloves. Um, Mine are like fingerless, and so anyways, that is what I do because I write a lot um, just for like school and stuff. I don't know why felt I needed to justify it. Um, But if speed is really your biggest issue, let's go ahead and address that first. I don't know your writing process specifically, but have you considered, and I feel like I've said this one before, have you considered ignoring the backspace key? Editing while writing is intrinsic. It's something that's innate and built into the writing process. Ignoring the backspace key feels unnatural because you want to change and correct and it's something that's happening in your brain And so you want to kind of put it on the paper I highly recommend just letting your first draft be a dumpster fire Um, As long as your words are legible and your ideas are Legible because that's something that's happened to me. I've completely forgotten what I was trying to say um, During a certain part of my novel Um, You can edit later You've just gotta train yourself out of it just for this month. The urge, I don't think, ever goes away. The urge to hit backspace and edit while writing, I don't think will ever go away. Um, It just gets kind of easier to depress that urge, um, and that's okay. But that should cut down some of the insane amount of time it's taking you to get to your um, word goal. But that is not an unusual amount of time for new writers either. Um, And I don't mean new writers as in, like, people new to storytelling but just people who don't like physically tap out on a keyboard or like if you're writing by hand people who don't do that as much um yeah also taking a day off isn't so bad um because sometimes what's happening is that the flow between your brain and your story is getting a little janky 
it's getting a little fun. Um, I try to take one day off a week, um, and it's not because I'm not worried about not hitting my word count. There were a lot of negatives in that, but I think you got the gist. It's more about making sure I have the stamina to finish the month, and one day a week at the end, it's only like four out of 30 days. Um, it's not that much of a break. Just use whatever natural rest day you have, like if you have weekends off or something. Because I actually find that giving the mind a rest and a chance to recharge also allows the story to marinate and develop during that off time, which is a win-win. I actually did an interview with my mother, best mother, uh, who is an amazing multitasker, and she talked to me about how she juggles all of existing. So let's go ahead and give that a listen here. Hello, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? Hi, my name is uh, Jane, and I uh, live in British Columbia. That you do, and you are my mom. I am indeed your mother for the last uh, I checked. <laughs> and also, you are a teacher, you're a coach, you're actually the director now, you're the director of all of the coaches. also a very creative individual, so you often have a lot of projects going on at once. Yes, I do. That is you. All right, so the first question I have for you. Yes. What are you reading right now? What am I reading? Yeah, books. Oh, um, several different types, actually. Critical, um, Crucial Conversations is one of them. Okay. find them and I'll put them in the show notes. Okay, and then um, I'm also reading one by a rabbi called um, Thou Shalt Prosper by Daniel Lappin. That's a, oh, I've heard that name before. He's a good, like he's he's a, the, uh, the YouTube guy, right? Yes, he is. He's on YouTube. Uh, recent, uh, ten, the Ten Commandments of Business. Mm-hmm. Alright, so, do you know what NaNoWriMo is? Oh, no. <laughs> do you have any guesses? NaNoWriMo? Yeah, N-A-N-O-W-R-I-M-O, NaNoWriMo. I heard it for the first time from you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but... You could, but that'd be cheating. So NaNoWriMo basically stands for National Novel Writing Month, um, where a whole bunch of very crazy writers agree to write roughly 2,000 words a day so they can get a novel done by the end of the month. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
Um, and with NaNoWriMo means that often, well, most of the writers who do NaNoWriMo are not professional writers, which means that they are juggling work and possibly families and possibly hobbies and other people and relationships while they are trying to write their novels. And because you are so good at balancing out your life and still having time to sleep, I was wondering how would you, uh, if you were to give somebody advice, what advice would you give them on juggling stress and while working on your own projects? Oh, um, I think it's just having good habits. Okay. Because when you think what stress is, it's really just your body uh, warning you or trying to protect you from something that it might think is dangerous. Mm. And so um, why would the why would your body do that if if it's not threatened or if it's in an environment that is um, peaceful? So I think creating an environment where your body knows how to deal with uncertainties and um, unpredictabilities that come with life is important. So just having uh, or cultivating healthy habits uh, for example, uh, one one habit that I have that I've adopted because a very wise young woman told me it's very important is mm-hmm. you wake up in the morning and the first thing you do is drink a glass of water. Oh, that was me. I was that wise woman. Yes, that was very wise of you. So I found <laughs> that just by doing that, it sets um, my body into a, a refreshed feeling. And then uh, easing into my day, mm-hmm. we start with um, some time and just being quiet. And mm-hmm. A little bit of meditation. meditation yeah. think through my day so that I'm not reacting mm-hmm. the whole day. Mm-hmm. I'm going through life with a purpose. certain amount of planning. Mm. Uh, I've realized that if you pick up your phone and check your messages, you'll start to react. Because, Interesting. You know, yeah. if... Uh, you don't know what that email would mean, right? Yeah. If, if you open, if you start your day that way, then it just sets you up for stress, right? Yeah. Versus if you just stay away from checking your email, checking any anything that brings um, information to you mm-hmm. that is uh, that is from you know outside sources. Okay. Uh, any electronics, so mm-hmm. I stay away from that until um, I'll actually set the tone for my day. That is very good advice. Like start your and day by setting that, a tone. Um, making room for the things that are important. I think you know we all have twenty four hours in a day. Yeah. And it's just asking yourself, what kind of a day or a life do you actually want, mm-hmm. and what is important. Prioritizing, you mean? People who are very creative mm-hmm. will attract what I have come to learn is a whirlwind. They pick up stuff <laughs> that they go through life. Yeah, people, yeah we do. Invitations, mm-hmm. um, uh, distractions. Mm-hmm. So if you go through life in a whirlwind, then your body's always. Uh, in a state of adjustment and sometimes 
Yes, that makes sense. Um, and depending on what that, um, you know, new variable is. Ah, sorry for some of the weird feedback on the microphone there. It was acting up that day. But also, um, thank you, Mother. Her name is Jane, I guess, but I call her my mom. Um, Being a parent is a really difficult job, and so I figured a parent was probably the best person to ask about multitasking and juggling a schedule. Um, And it was true, because my mom is also an amazing just, like, person in general. Uh, and very, very smart. Did you, did you not hear all those books she was reading? I will go ahead and link those in the show notes, which is a fantastic segue into the book recommendation of the day. I am killing it. Recently, I read The Little Prince, and yeah, okay, yeah, okay, I'm late to the game, all right. Um, but if you somehow don't already own a copy of The Little Prince, I'm gonna go ahead and I'm, I'm gonna hook you right up. I'm gonna link that in the show notes as well, um, turns out they turned that into a movie that I definitely watched at the cinema. I never go to movies that I haven't read the book for. It's, um, a problem because I still haven't watched some of the movies. And it made Marvel very difficult. I had to settle for the wiki pages. But this is one of the movies I didn't know was a book until after the movie when my friend Anna was like, ah, great memories. And I was like, what you mean? It just came out, girl. And she was like, oh, you poor, sad, sad child. Poor, very sad, very deprived child. You poor thing. Never read it during your childhood. And then she proceeded to mock me. Um, you can't hear it, but I just shrugged because that's just, it's just my life, I guess. Moving on from my apparently very sad childhood of having not read The Little Prince to question number two. This question comes from Reddit user <laughs> Advanced Soda, or, and they say, college student here, mood, how would I balance life going out to classes in NaNoWriMo? I've never truly finished, that's in quotes, NaNoWriMo, and this is the first year that I would like to, but this year I got my last few classes before I can get my degree in Associate of Arts. Congrats! Which kind of sucks. Oh, oh, not getting the degree, yes. Um, but because I don't really have that much time to write, and I know I have to get words in somehow, I go to classes during the day, and then I get really tired during the afternoon, so I sleep or lounge around because I'm too tired from classes to start writing, but when I do write, I do write a lot and can write pretty fast two as well. Okay. Two as well is... Alright. Also, what free cloud services should I get? Thinking of transferring between my laptop and my PC that I just built. Congrats on that as well. Uh, I've also got about 3,000 words so far-ish. I'll catch up eventually. It's only the first week after all. I do have Saturdays and Sundays free though, so I'll probably grind then. Well, uh, first of all, shout out to my weekend warriors. Um, I'll stop doing that every time I mention people who write during the weekends. Also about free cloud services, the easiest one I think probably is just Google Docs because a significant number of most Western populations have a Gmail account and a significant number of non-Western populations. You know what? Google's just killing the game. Google Docs um, is probably the easiest cloud service and I don't know if Google Photos has been hacked like iPhotos but I definitely don't think I've heard of a leak in Google Docs. So if you want your information, I guess, to stay private, 
uh, Google Docs, probably, I guess. Google? Yep, Google for cloud services. Um, yes, for the rest of that question, though. Hmm. Honestly, it sounds like your problem isn't really balance. It's motivation. And I get, no, I get it. Um, because when I'm done with my classes, my brain just feels already accomplished. You know, like it's done a whole bunch of work and doesn't want to do more. Um, but what this sounds like is that you do have time to write and you just can't get yourself to. The hardest part of writing is starting. Um, and so here's what you need to do. The moment you think to yourself, I should go write, go write. No deliberation, go write. Actually, you know what? I'm not the expert. I learned this from someone called Mel Robbins um, sometime in high school when I did not want to do my assignments uh, and I was just frantically Googling how to stop being literally the worst about your work. And so I'll just, you know, I'll just let the expert speak herself and then we will come back. You're never going to feel like it, ever. In any area of your life that you don't have what you want, whether it's the amount of money, the amount of people on your team, the amount of sales, the amount of trips for your family, the re if you only did the things that you don't feel like doing, you'd have everything you've ever wanted. So how do you be effective with yourself knowing that you're never going to feel like doing all the work that it takes to have this business be everything that it possibly could? So you're going to use the five-second rule. And what that means is this. From the moment that you have the idea, I should email out the fall collection. I should go through the contact list for my college or university and reach out to people. From the second you have that idea, you've only got five seconds to take action. Otherwise, it's gone. She is incredibly good at what she's talking about. I don't know like, if she's personally good at it, but she's very good at talking about it. Um, and I would just highly recommend you listen to the whole TED Talk. Um, that one, that clip specifically wasn't from a TED Talk, but it was part of her TED Talk. Um, yeah, just go listen to that, I guess, for motivation to get yourself moving. The last thing for today is the daily NaNoWriMo update. Um, all I'm going to say about that is that I really should have listened to pretty well every writing teacher I've ever had and every writing expert I've ever um, read or listened to who said, write what you know, because I'm not, not really doing that. Um, and yikes, and yikes to that. I'm not, not having fun, but this is a little tricky. It's a little tricky. I think that's it. Yep. Yep. That's all, friends. So, if you want more, come on over and hang out with me on Instagram or Twitter at Pendoland or check out my website at Pendoland.com. If you're not yet tired of my voice, I don't know why you wouldn't be. This was a real weird <laughs> episode. You can go to my scarcely used YouTube, also at Pendoland. If you have any questions or comments or you want me to read in the show, send them over by email to 12.5 at gmail.com. That's 12ptft at gmail.com. Or tag me on social media with hashtag 12.5, just like the show title. 
The intro and outro for the podcast is Mary Pop Poppins by Two Loves. All of this and everything else I talked about in the show will be linked in the show notes as well. Also, if you have a second, please give this a good rating on iTunes. We just got verified on Google Podcasts and I am so excited. So go ahead and send us some love. It really helps out with visibility. If you do, just go ahead and message me and I will give you a shout out in the next show. Thank you so much um, for listening all the way through. This was, yeah, this was an interesting episode. Now, getting back to the idiomatic expression of the day, today's was this table you are shaking and its closest english equivalent would be i guess don't rock the boat um like hey be careful what you're saying or doing because you're kind of in dangerous territory this table you are shaking do with that what you will that's actually a pretty good writing prompt um like here your writing prompt is have your character navigate through a delicate situation um if you want Anyone else? Just me? That's that's fine. <laughs> um, this has been 12 point font. This has been a strange episode of 12 point font reminding you to stay creative, stay curious, and stay writing. Until tomorrow, that's goodbye. If I don't read the book, but get this. Oh, I screwed it all up. Honestly, like 90% of these episodes should be in the bloop and the mic is on. That is fine.